GM VM. I'm CD Domencio with my co-host today, Riona Morgan. Good morning, Riona. Good morning, good morning. Man, I sure am loving this new setup. I'm so excited for today and all the new things that we've got going on. And so, good morning, good morning. <laughs> I enthusiasm. What are what are you loving about the new the new setup? What are you liking about it? Well, I really love that when I talk to people about it that I get to talk about that you know, we highlight some Web3 lifestyle stuff, but then we also jump into the Web3 writing. And so it really feels like a marrying of the two things that I really enjoy uh, about Web3 and about this future that we're all building. And so we get to we get to bring in and talk about, you know, the, the new ideas or the new themes or the new ways that seems th- things seem to be headed in the Web3 space itself. But then we also could talk about writing and Web3 writers. And so I just love both of those things. And we, when we first started talking about, oh, should we combine them like that? Because that's really a clever thing. Because sometimes when we're talking about it, it bleeds back and forth between the two. And so I just, I just love this. And so I just really am looking forward. To, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, every Tuesday, I just get so excited about it. Cause I'm like, we get to do both things in, in one, in one setting here. Um, so yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, that's totally, I wanted to see if we were on the same page about it and that's the same. Like I felt like Sometimes with VMGM, we would jump into something and we'd be like, oh, maybe we should wait to talk about that. And the same with the Web3 Writers Hour, which I guess, you know, Edward Carpenter pointed out it's a half hour now. So uh, I did change the name to the Web3 Writers Union, which was our T2 team name. Go team. Uh, But I just feel like we have such a good thing going on here. And it is such a nice way to start a Tuesday morning. For me, I know it's a little bit later for people in other places. But for me, it's uh, generally the start of my day and I'm just digging it. So Riona, have you seen anything interesting in Web3 in the world of of Web3 and NFTs and crypto and on-chain dynamics and all of that stuff this week? Well, you know, yesterday I kind of took a day off um, from any kind of social media or any kind of jumping around in with in with all of the web three. Um, my daughter is getting ready to go back to New York to go to school. And I just thought, oh, maybe I'm going to take a day and just spend some good time with them. And so my three girls and I just kind of ran around and did a little bit of shopping and had dinner someplace out and about and, and just really sort of spent some good time together out in real life out here. <laughs> um, and so I don't have anything that I've that I saw yesterday, but today one of the first things that I really like to do before we start this show is I just actually jump onto X and I go to explore and then I go to news and my, all of my stuff is set up so that I get to see like web three things that are trending. Um, and so like Bitcoin having that's on the, that's, that's trending currently. I get to look and see like there is something with Solana. I haven't read about that. I don't know what that is. It's Solana Saga. I don't know what that means. Um, it looks like something with Pudgy Penguins might be something moving around. And so, you know, I just really think that that's kind of, that that's one of my starting places as I just jump in there and look and see what, what's going on. What do you do? How do you start your time? <laughs> well, um, man, that is a lot. Uh, so, okay, so the Solana Saga thing is uh, Solana. They released this phone, right? That's the Saga phone, 
It was the first Solana-based blockchain phone. And people were like, eh, whatever, Solana's going to die. And I was like that too. And I didn't buy one. It was 600 bucks. And then what happened was the Solana ecosystem sort of took off and started exploding about a month ago, maybe two months ago. And all of these, like, you know, what we call shit coins, the shit yeah. coins started exploding and getting dropped. And shit coin purveyors began saying, like, we're going to do an airdrop to everyone that owns the Saga phone. So the Saga phone suddenly was getting airdrops that totaled, you know, like $2,000, dollars $5,000 um, and more. And so people got really excited. So now that Solana is saying they're going to do a second phone. But I like to point out to people that past results do not guarantee future returns. So we missed out on the Saga phone. I'm not saying that the, the next one is going to be the same, but maybe. But more likely in our space, you know, being the Web3 space is filled with grifters and filled with people that know how to capitalize on our feelings of missing out. Here are feelings of uncertainty and doubt. So buyer beware. You know, I'm not saying don't buy it. I'm not saying buy it. I'm just saying DYOR, do your own research and make sure. But that's what the Saga phone is all about. Um, before I jump into anything else, I do want to say good morning to our friend ER Donaldson, who has joined us this morning. And ER, how are you? You know, just hanging in there. Like I've been less about Web3 recently and more about Life One, just trying to keep things down. Got got family that's very sick uh job that's been crazy but you know still uh enjoying coming and hanging out with all you fine folks so thank you for having me today well thank you for being here uh the other thing that of course needs to be talked about is the bitcoin happening and you know in terms of web3 bitcoin is the daddy it does lead it always is the one that we can come back to and know you know it's like bitcoin is like a safe haven a home but I have to say, again, you got to be careful. Like what I've seen in the Web3 space is more and more people with gray suits who work in accounting jobs. Shysters. <laughs> I've seen so many shysters. And they're, they're like the corporate shysters, the super smart shysters with degrees from Stanford and fucking Yale. And so these shysters are in there and they understand psychology. They understand numbers and they are here to take money from you if you have it, if you got lucky or if you worked hard and created something, they are here to take it from you. And then there's all the like low street level scammers that are still there. So Bitcoin halvening is a big, big deal. But, you know, we've got to be careful about being played on this because what they're going to do is they're going to use all their media outlets. They're going to use all their millions and billions of dollars to hype up whatever narrative they want to hype up, whether it's to drive the price down, whether it's to drive the price up. And the timing on those things is so perfectly timed that these big companies, these big algorithmic players can just jump in there and scoop up what is yours, what should have been your retirement or should have been your like new car or whatever you know level that you're playing at. And so it's a super dangerous game right now. But what the happening, of course, is going to be is the, the number of Bitcoin rewards that go to miners for correctly um, that's not quite the same. Correctly solving, we can say, for, for actually being the one to actually uh, get a transaction up on the blockchain. That reward is being cut in half. And of course, the total number of Bitcoin is less and less every time. So I don't know. We've got a lot going on there. Personally, uh, I exited. I had a small Bitcoin position and now I have a much smaller Bitcoin position because I just 
don't like all the shenanigans. I don't like all the shyster stuff that's happening on the on the big macro level, you know, the degreed shysters. And I think people need to be really careful right now with whatever money they've managed to get. And the one thing that I will say before I sort of shut myself off for a second here is take profits, people. If you have made a bunch of money in crypto, if you've made a bunch of money in NFTs, if you've made a bunch of money in DeFi, take some profits. That means not putting it back into other crypto, not putting it back into more shit coins or NFTs. It means taking actual money and putting it in the bank and making profits with it. So, and then you can always reinvest that later at a safer time, but that real money is real money. And as long as you're playing with it, like it's play money, you're going to be more likely to lose it. So take some profits. All right, Riona, I'm done with my rant for the moment. You want to let me catch my breath? Sure, sure. I do have to say that I definitely agree with the take the profits piece. And so I don't know if other people are looking ahead to filing their 2023 taxes and all of that, that all that all of that entails with figuring out <clears throat> um, the new forms for the IRS or the old form for the IRS. Um, and so I don't, I, I never talk about taxes. I never, I try never to talk about, um, any of that kind of thing because I'm not a, I'm not a tax attorney. And so, but I know that there's this process that we all go through when we're getting ready to file taxes, where we get to go in and track, you know, the amount of money that we made, the amount and look at the different, um, expenses and just sort of go through all of that. And so I just, I'm, I'm looking ahead to, you know, February, March and thinking about all of that and, and, and thinking about what you said about take profits, because that's really great. And, and I'm always excited, um, to see that report and see, oh, did, how, what, what, came of that and how did all of that work because when i'm out there collecting and the things that i collect are things that i love um as a person in the web3 space i love collecting poetry on object and i love collecting um, works from my friends and other people in this space who just bring me joy and so i'm not i'm not a I'm not a flipper. I don't buy something and then sell it right away. I just, I love the, I love um, really supporting and, and being part of all of that with everybody. And so, but if you're in a position where you could make a profit, um, just, you know, honor yourself enough to be able to say, that's what I'm doing and, and go ahead and, and I will echo what CD was saying about taking a profit and, and definitely um, follow up with do things that you love. I mean, do things, collect things that you love and, and be part of, um, the web three space that way, because that really shows how we're all doing this together and building together and, and supporting each other and building, building along with each other. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's so wonderful. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to continue a little bit here with the co-hosting piece and say easy. Hello. Hello. And indefatigable and authored style. It's so great to see you all. And 
E.R. Donaldson. It's wonderful to see you too. And so I'm so glad that you guys got to jump in today. And I can't wait to to hear about how things are going. And so I don't, I'm sure that CD sent around invites for everybody to jump up on the stage with us and talk with us. But if you've got something, please, please, please jump in and share and can't wait to get caught up. So welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Indeed, I did send out invites. I know Indefatigable is in transit, so I think he's just going to be listening today. Uh, Easy in crypto, who knows where you are, man? Are you somewhere between Central America and California? Probably. Uh, authored style, we don't know where you're at, but we're just glad you're here, man. Um, yeah, and I want to say, man, in terms of the, the FOMO and the grifter thing, like, I've been looking very carefully at this space for a long time, and I've been looking at it very carefully lately, and some real uh, unpleasant conclusions have really come out. And some of those unpleasant conclusions are what I said before, that people are, you know, socially engineering us, and they are utilizing our best intentions. They are utilizing our ideas, and they're utilizing the things that, that we care about in order to get us to invest so that they can then exit and take our money. And it's happened again and again. And in particular in the NFT space, there's been so many projects that have called themselves the next Disney, right? We're building the next Disney. We're building the next Marvel. And I heard someone the other day say, if you hear a project say that, take your money and run as far away as you can because the next Disney, the next Marvel, the next Random House Publishing even, like, be careful because the next thing, make sure you know who you're talking about. ER, go ahead. Yeah, man, you know, I just wanted to jump in because, I mean, you know, you're you're using the word invest, right? And and I've, I've heard a, a couple times just in the conversation where it's like, well, it's your retirement or your new car, you know. I, I'm going to take the conservative approach here and, you know, just say that, yeah, I'm old school financial, but if you're if you're making your retirement on web three i'm going to humbly ask you not to <laughs> you know th there are some exceptions i believe if you've dollar cost averaged into crypto um on a very conservative basis and done it with the consistency that you do it with the equity market then you have undoubtedly seen a a overall positive return but the thing is is when you when you take that those conventional investment approaches when the crypto market crashed you didn't take everything out just like when the stock market crashed in 2008 you shouldn't have taken anything out if you had left all your investments in you would have ended up in a net positive uh by the time that uh you know the next 10 years rolled around so i mean you know if you're going to invest in a project you really need to look at it as like okay you're an angel investor not that, oh, this is going to make me rich. Do your research. As you said, you know, I, I was a huge fan of, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to forget forget right right now. NFT 365, their, their whole thing was uh, do your own damn research, you know, and find a project that you're investing in, not because you think it's going to get you rich, but because you believe in it. And it's something that you're fascinated with. That's really, I, I'm, I have positions in very, very few Web3 projects, but they're all because, hey, these are things that my friends are doing and I think they're cool ideas and I'm willing to pull my money on that. Not because it's a, a get rich quick scheme. 
if you look at stock stock pickers, if you look at day traders, I believe the stat is 95% of day traders actually lose money. Don't think you're any better just because you're playing in Web3. I just, you know, all right, stepping off my soapbox right now, but that's that's what I have to say about that. No, and I, I think that's very fair, VR. I think it's a very good point, and I think it's also very fair. But at the same time, there are a lot of people like me, middle-aged losers who missed out on all of the opportunities that life may have presented uh, in front of them. And, you know, when we jumped into crypto or we jumped into Web3, for me, I, I jumped in in the most uh, irresponsible possible way into crypto that I possibly could. And I sat through a couple of bear markets and, you know, I've come out okay where it wasn't terrible but there are people who this is their chance they see this as their their break and the important thing to remember is that there's a lot of people out there who know that and they are capitalizing on it i've seen so many people like me i've seen so many people in my tribe meaning the middle-aged loser tribe right the middle-aged loser tribe that have like thought this was their opportunity they got in they got excited they like put everything towards it and then they got rug pulled they got rug pulled, they got scammed, they got grifted, and um, and it is just so sad to see it. I mean, uh, one example that I can give is a very good friend of mine, his uncle actually mortgaged his house and started putting stuff into, uh, into oh, FTX and Sol. And my friend was telling me, oh, you got to get in on this, on this DeFi stuff, this leverage trading, all this stuff. And I was like, dude, that is like, I don't understand it. I'm not going to do it. Um, you know, risk management, risk mitigation, that's what you have to be aware of. And if you don't understand it enough to like, to be able to like, put your things in somewhat of a realm of safety, then, then you probably need to do some, do some more of your own research, I guess. Okay, so my soapbox too. Uh, But yeah, for all the middle aged loser tribe out there who might be listening, you know, my tribe. Yeah! Um, M, what would that be? M A L's, all the mouths. Oh my God, that is uh, that's Robert. Or that's that's Edward Carpenter's like uh, screen name somewhere. Mal, I wonder if that's what it is. Middle aged loser, probably not. But um, yeah, all the mouths out there. I love you, man. I hope you all make it, men and women, middle aged losers. It's not just men, but women tend to be more careful, right, Riona? <laughs> well, I think I, I don't know. I don't know if I can delineate or distinguish between women tend to be more careful or not. But um, I just, I I just want to say, I think that uh, the age that we are and the knowledge that we have and that we can enter any kind of activity that we start to pursue here with, with the age that we are, (laughs) it being middle age, um, if that's subjective or not, I don't know, but Um, I think utilizing a sense of caution and a sense of doing our own research and thinking about it and, and really creating that network of people that we know and love and trust. And so like all of us here at Vagabond Magazine, everybody at Page Dow, like the people that we work with on a daily basis and can build with on a daily basis. And, and um, I really feel like that that is such a solid foundation and that we have the ability to jump from there to create things that we feel 
passionate about. And I just, I, 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 I feel like <clears throat> that there may be a couple of different sets of people in the web three space and in all spaces that there are people that are um, very focused on monetary gain. And then there are people that are very focused on non-monetary gain. And so I, I do enjoy being able to make a living and feed my family, but I also really enjoy the connection that I make with all of you and that we get to be, <laughs> I don't know, to quote Gandhi a little bit, to, to, to be the change we wish to see in the world. And so I, I still fall in that camp of, no, we get to make a difference here. We get to be a voice and we get to be a loud voice and we get to, we get to lead and we get to create and we get to do this together. And so I still just, I, I am still in that spot of, no, I really do want to help literature be present in the future. And I want to be able to honor authors and I want to be able to uplift others. And I want to be able to, to cheer for them and, and honor them and see them succeed. And, and however I can do, whatever I can do to help with that, that's what I want to do. And, um, the people that are, oh, sadly taking advantage of other people. Well, that's, that's nothing new that exists everywhere. And, um, but I really feel like that there's a higher concentration of people that are like us in the web three space that really want to uplift and make a change. And so those are the people who I surround myself with and that's you guys, that's you guys. And so in no way do I see that as a loser. Um, I see that as we're making changes and we are, we are being, who we want. We're hopefully creating a world that we want to leave for our children and a place that we can be proud of. And so that's my soapbox. <laughs> so yay. <laughs> I'm I'm loving the soapbox episode. Why not? Uh we got a little soapbox episode. And uh, Riona, um you just you reaffirm the point that women are just better than men. They really are. And the truth is even in the realm of grifting it's very rare that there's that there's female grifters that I, I've seen, but when there are female grifters, they tend to be so much better at it than men are. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and so my kids are all the varying ages, and and when someone when a woman does something that's uh, clever or witty or strong or amazing. Um, because in honor of the Barbie movie, they'll say, oh, you're a Barbie. And so that's just what I thought of. You're a Barbie. I'm a Barbie. Yay. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. How about we do that? How about we do that? You are a Barbie. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so not a Ken. My God. Um, I just deleted all the dating apps from my phone because no one's interested. <laughs> so I was like, this is not helpful. But. Uh, that's because I'm involved in Web3. That's why no one's interested. But I will say this, you guys, that there are some interesting things going on in the realm of Web3. Uh, IPFS this morning or yesterday. I saw the story this morning, but I think it happened yesterday over the past couple of days. IPFS, Interplanetary File System, actually working with Lockheed Martin. What they did was they beamed 
files on IPFS to space and then back again. Like, so IPFS is, it's not quite interplanetary yet, but they, they went up into orbit to a satellite. Isn't that cool? That is so cool. That is so cool. I don't know. I just think, I just think that this, this is just mind blowing. It's so crazy. The things that people who understand all of that and can create those kinds of experiences, they can do that kind of thing. That's just, that's so cool. I mean, when, when you look at the first thing you do in any computer operating system, like the classic uh, programming test is hello world. That's, that's the first, first thing you do in, in, in any uh, kind of programming system. So when when you're seeing something where it's like, yeah, you beamed it up to space and back again, like, you know, okay, so you did a data transfer, but I, I think a lot of these little small steps just as proof of concept turn into revolutionary things. And I'm I'm really excited, you know, for what technology has done. And, and I'm bullish on tech in 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 general. Um because I think that, you know, whether we like it or not, we're in a little bit of a cyberpunk generation and I'm excited to see where it goes. I wish it was a little bit more cyberpunk, actually, ER. Um, that's sort of my my complaint is to me, to me, the world that we're living in is very um, and no offense to all the white people out there. Um, I'm one of you, by the way, I'm I'm white person, but uh, the world is very vanilla. Right. And actually, I like the vanilla flavor. But um, but I like the original vanilla flavor, not that, you know, artificial vanilla flavor, which we seem to be having with the world right now. We have this artificial vanilla flavor that's like every coffee shop is the same. Every website is the same. Every app is the same. Every grocery store is the same. It's the same products. Every bowl of cereal is the same. And it's just there's there needs to be a little bit of cyberpunk disruption. So how can we bring that about, E.R. Donaldson? Put on your sci-fi. Let's sci-fi our way out of this world. Well, the, the fortunate thing is I don't have to bring it about. You're seeing it happen every day. What you're seeing as as vanilla, like you're seeing futuristic technologies that weren't even foreseen 30 years ago. You know, I mean, you know, you look at, you know, I'll, I'll use Star Trek as, as an example. And them bringing in those data pads that, that that are just the size of books. And it's like, oh, no, we have to swap out all these data pads to get the different information, you know, and they're going off this library. They, they, they can never foresee the amount of information that we could have up wirelessly. You know, um, you know, when, when you look, look at what's being done in space, what, what, what could be, you know, done, you know, via via satellite. Like in many ways, we've exceeded any of the dreams we've had. Now that and you look at, I don't remember what it was. I think I was looking at uh, a Today in History um, post on Bing and they were like, oh, how, you know, how 9000 comes online in the fictional universe of um, uh, Space Odyssey. Um, and I'm and I'm messing that up right now. But um 2001 a space odyssey and it's like okay you look at in 19 i believe it was 68 what they uh had envisioned for space travel and in some ways we're very far from that but in some ways we far exceeded it so to say that we're very vanilla 
is actually very much a cyberpunk mentality because you're just taking the software, you're taking the devices that you're wearing, that you're carrying, the chips, the monitoring, the capabilities that you have at any given moment as for granted. And, you know, you got to remember that, you know, cyber tech was high tech, low life. And the fact that we can all access these miraculous, almost magical technologies at the touch of a uh, a finger press like that is cyberpunk to me cd i don't i don't know what you're talking about what i'm really looking forward to is when we transition from cyberpunk technology into a utopian sci-fi uh society because right now i feel like we're stumbling on the on the low ground and we need to be reaching for the higher one i love that positive outlook but i am very cynical uh today apparently and uh and i have to say that if this was star trek it would be like Captain Picard or, or Captain Kirk would say like, uh, computer, give me the information on the planetary system of Dobron 7. And the computer would say, I'm sorry, Captain, you don't have access to that data. Would you like to upgrade your subscription to X? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just go to Wikipedia. <laughs> and at Wikipedia, what you find is that someone has gotten on and created a whole like political agenda around Dobron 7 that actually is like furthering the pandemic on Dobron 7. I I don't know. We could go, we, <laughs> we could go on 7. Dobron 7, we're going to have to write about that planet. I think I just made that up, but maybe it's an actual reference. I don't know. Someone can check, I suppose. The deafening silence of Dobron 7. Well, you guys, anything else for the uh, for the VM GM? Any other Web three topics? And and ER, thank you for that. And and Riona also. I love both of you. Have this positive outlook. You have this like futuristic, wonderful view of the world. Um, I think we have to have this balance, of course. Like with my uh, my extreme negativity and pessimism, along with your extreme positive positivity and optimism. And together we have the glass and it doesn't matter whether it's half full or half empty. But that does move us to the end of Vagabond Magazine. Good morning, um, I believe, unless you guys have something else you'd like to add to the mix. I'm all good. Thanks, CD. I'm, I'm just fine as well. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you all for joining us for this portion of the show. And um, whether you're listening now or in the future, we're super glad that you're with us. And I'm super glad to be sure this has been the Vagabond Magazine. Good morning.